Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise busy lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. So it's been a few days since the last episode. I apologize for the delay. I actually started getting messages from listeners yesterday asking if I was okay. Well, thank you for worrying about me. Everything is good. Generating a multiple episode per week podcast has definitely not been the easiest thing I've endeavored to do. But as long as you and I are a bit closer to Christ because of it, then it's worth it. And I'm sure you've been able to find other ways this week to draw closer to Christ in my absence. So let's get to it. This week, we're coming to the close of 2 Nephi in the Book of Mormon. Nephi has been quoting Isaiah for multiple chapters and is now in the process of trying to explain some of Isaiah's teachings while also prophesying about the future of his people, who he foresees will dwindle in unbelief and forget about their Savior, not even four generations after he comes and appears to them after his resurrection. So in chapter 26, verse 11, Nephi has been explaining how his descendants are going to become prideful and foolish and start following the temptations of the devil, choosing the works of darkness instead of light. And he says, quote, For the Spirit of the Lord will not always strive with man. And when the Spirit ceaseth to strive with man, then cometh speedy destruction, and this grieveth my soul. End quote. Now, this scripture, I think, is meant to be rather depressing, with Nephi seeing the destruction of his people. But I actually find a lot of hope in the idea of the spirit striving with man. Much later in the Book of Mormon, in the Book of Ether, which actually takes place hundreds of years earlier than Nephi's story, the Lord is speaking to the brother of Jared about this same concept of the spirit striving with man. Quote, And the Lord said unto him, I will forgive thee and thy brethren of their sins. But thou shalt not sin any more, for ye shall remember that my spirit will not always strive with man. Wherefore, if ye will sin until ye are fully ripe, ye shall be cut off from the presence of the Lord. End quote. What I hear in these scriptures is that the Spirit of God is really trying to work with us. Despite our mistakes and poor choices, the Spirit is there, trying to work on us, striving with us, to help us to come back to Christ. I think we often hear, and perhaps often think, that if we aren't living up to all of Christ's teachings, or if we're not keeping all the commandments perfectly, or if we're just not perfect like Christ has asked us to be, that the Holy Spirit will not be with us. I don't believe that. I've felt the Spirit strongly during times of my own weaknesses, and I've seen the Spirit at work in others as well. So how long will the Spirit strive with us? I don't know, but certainly as long as we are striving to become more like our Savior, no matter how far we have to go. I think that even for our friends and family who are struggling with their faith, or who may have even temporarily walked away from God, I bet the Spirit is still striving with them too. Quote, And that he manifesteth himself unto all those who believe in him, by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yea, unto every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, working mighty miracles, signs, and wonders among the children of men according to their faith. End quote. So, as the Spirit is striving with us, and hopefully we're also striving with the Spirit, Nephi teaches us that Christ will manifest himself to us through the Spirit to the extent we have faith in him. If you're like me, you'd like to feel Christ's presence more in your life. 
Well, we need more faith. Quote, For behold, I am God, and I am a God of miracles, and I will show unto the world that I am the same yesterday, today, and forever, and I work not among the children of men, save it be according to their faith. End quote. I wonder if these last couple scriptures really mean that if we have and exercise more faith, Heavenly Father will intercede more in our lives and create more miracles to help us. We hear this a lot in church, too, that if we are more obedient, we'll receive more blessings. Well, I don't really buy into this theory. I think we're all being showered with blessings all the time. We've already received countless blessings, and Heavenly Father will continue to help us with our lives because he loves us. What I take away from this last scripture is that the closer we are to God, the more we'll see his hand in our lives and in the lives of those around us. We'll recognize more what he's already doing for us. This in turn is what makes us happier. Perhaps this is why the Spirit keeps striving with us. He wants us to witness the miracles in our lives. Quote, And he inviteth them all to come unto him and partake of his goodness. And he denieth none that come unto him, black and white, bond and free, male and female. And he remembereth the heathen, and all are alike unto God. End quote. The gospel of Jesus Christ is for everyone, especially for those that seem like they might not fit in. Not only does Christ accept all who come unto him, but he remembers even those that may not, and sends his spirit to continue to strive with them and us, so that we might today or one day accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.